One, two, three, four, pop culture. Who can eat pop culture? Who can eat pop culture? Who can eat pop culture? Who can And we're back again. Pop culture hoot nanny. I'm Dan. And I'm Justin. And it's the pop culture hoot nanny. The pop culture hoot nanny. All right, we've had a lot of fucked up shit going on around here. Oh, yeah. Lots of uh, mishaps and miscues. Yep. Uh, hopefully we got it all situated and figured out. Maybe. Not making any guarantees. Uh, so, let's see. Lots and lots and lots has happened since the last time we <laughs> successfully talked. Uh, we uh, seen some movies. Yep. Uh, we've, uh, had to cancel on our special guest we had lined up for last week. <laughs> um, and he's very upset. Yeah, I'll get over it. Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, he better get over it. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know wherever you want to start and jump in. We've, uh, what have I seen? I've seen so much lately, it's ridiculous. Because I've been watching everything I can find. Uh, the Joker. Yep. The Joker is a Quinn. It is. Uh, I would not be surprised if it is. Joaquin Phoenix gets an Oscar for Best Actor. Uh. I understand that this is taken away from our previous podcast prediction of Leonardo DiCaprio or Brad Pitt. Mm. But Brad Pitt could get a supporting actor for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But I think Joaquin Phoenix is getting a best actor for Joker. Um, I love that whole movie, man. I don't know how else to describe it. I enjoyed it, mostly. It was like... Most of all the stuff that went on in that movie was so close to possible <laughs> that it was unnerving. And I think that's what made the movie so... The, the tone of the movie was unnerving. You felt for this guy. You saw everything from the beginning. But at the same time... And you knew what he was going to become. You know, we, we have the hindsight of... No, not hindsight, but we have the... Uh, luck of being the the future seeing audience there you know we know what he's going to become regardless of whether it's the comic book version or whether it's just a socio a psychopath you know regardless we know what he's going to become so to watch that transition from mild-mannered guy trying to do the you know uh hold true to the civil contract of the societal contract that we all share to just breaking down because he's had enough, you know. I just, it was really, really good, man. It was really good. I get it. I I mean, I liked the movie overall. I thought it was, at times, a little much. Like when? Like the laughing thing. And I get it. Like, I get what the point of it was. Like, you know, it's... It's a disease. It's it's uncontrollable. But I feel like 
it's just like I don't know. I did like I did like the uh, possible. Well, I should say spoilers because I'm gonna talk about some other stuff that if you haven't seen it, which is not very many, I feel like. But I I did kind of like how it implies the possibility of him being Bruce Wayne's half brother. Right. Because that was that was like a different angle that I was like, oh, I did not see that one coming. Right. Well, you know, like, um, you know, you can take it one of two ways. You know, like, in this universe, Thomas Wayne isn't the upstanding, probably wasn't as much of the upstanding citizen as the mythos led him to believe. Like, if you look at Batman Begins, you know, Thomas Wayne's a doctor who's almost more of a philanthropist than anything else, you know. He, you know, like, he's responsible for Wayne Enterprises and, you know, in the in the Nolan universe, he's responsible for that train, the transportation system and all that stuff. But, like, they make the mythos of Thomas Wayne to be this yeah. nice, kind man who, because that's who he this was to Bruce. Great you know what being. I mean? Right. I mean, the way we all look at... I mean, if we had any kind of healthy relationship with our fathers, the way we might look at our fathers until we reach the age of reason and see them for having some flaws and some making human mistakes and all that kind of stuff, that's what Thomas Wayne seemed to be. But we got to see the Thomas Wayne from the outside, from, you know, like the not so, not so um, tinted with love and joy. You know what I mean? And granted, whether that was intentional or whether that was, the, hey, hey, we're going to make Thomas Wayne a dick in this movie. You well, know, I don't know. And you got to figure with the timeline of that, you figure Bruce is like eight or nine. Right. And he's, <coughs> I would say, supposed to be at least in his mid to late 30s at least. Yeah. So... You know, that would uh, you could assume that that was like Thomas Wayne was like young, wild guy. Right. And some shit happened <coughs> with the maid and we have money to cover it up and right. make good. So we got we got all this shit covered. Right. Don't worry about it. It that kid isn't yours. He was adopted. Right. And she's crazy. Right. But. I mean, on the other hand. You know, his whole idea is, you know, his mom kept that from him for so long. And if this is the kind of ruse that would be going on, not telling your son, was that part of the, the clause, the non-disclosure agreement? You can't tell your son that you're he's the son? So I think in reality, it's just me, I think there's less of a chance that they're related, but I think it's the actual idea that she was actually crazy because they say mental, you know, uh, yeah, mental health it can be hereditary, especially delusional or, so, you know, or, or yeah. you know, stuff like that. So with that being said, his mother's treatment, especially when it's talked about how, you know, he they found uh, Arthur. Right. The Joker tied to a radiator with a injury on his you know with a head injury yeah. you know what I mean like that explains the laughing but at the same time it also explains the context of his mother why he's taking care of his mother you know yeah she's she's helpless you know what I mean she's you know yeah oh I, so I get gone. it I'm just saying I like the possibility right well whether I mean, or not it's there right 
the movie did a good job of setting it up, whether you not you not being sure of what's real and how this is actually working out. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, because For most of you it. go, yeah, because most of the time you see him like interacting with people, and then, you know, what like two thirds of the way through, when the third act, you start to realize, well, this was he was by himself. That was he imagined. <laughs> yeah, the girl being there. That was he, not Zazzy Beats in real life, or Zazzy Beats in real life wasn't with him. You know, he's no. like, so you you go. I don't know. I mean, overall, like I said, I like the movie. Uh, nothing like there's nothing major about it that I disliked. I, uh, I mean, honestly, I, from everything we were hearing beforehand, I expected more, like more violence or more, I don't know. I just expected a little more. I thought it was, uh, and maybe because I watched Gotham and I saw like, it's identical, not like perfectly matching but they did like a same kind of storyline on gotham where they set up the joker but it's like here's your joker but he's he's gonna be the proto joker right is gonna start the movement and eventually you'll end up with the joker so and i feel like it could go that way he could be the joker we don't know right i mean well i also think that i mean I understand that the movies are not connected, but I think DC is trying to stay away from the uh, connected universe right now so they can build on their single franchises. Yeah. Doesn't mean that they're still not connected. Because, I mean, you know, I I, I think, you know, I, when, we, when I saw the scene with all the people in the masks, right? Yeah. And that being the ultimate repercussion of what ends up Killing Bruce's, you know, spoiler alert, killing Bruce's parents, right? Yeah. The overall idea is when he says to Superman, we've got enough people, enough people wearing capes and wearing masks, freaks and masks or whatever, you know, whatever he said to Superman in that. In the timeline of the Jared Letter jo- Letter Leto Joker, I really thought that this is the like the possibility of being the original Joker. <coughs> and Kenneth, you know, we've saw the the beginning of this Joker, right? Yeah. We w- the movie gave us the first breaking points for him. So in my head, it's more like he's gonna escape Arkham. And he's going to be in in, in in the future. And it's going to be the Joker we know. Or at least closer to the Joker that we know than the Joker that was presented in the movie. He's gonna, because it showed him at the end adopting what he was, right? He, he finally just gave in to the darkness, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like, he fought it and fought it and fought it. You know, he said at the beginning of the movie to his therapist, all he has is bad thoughts. And the whole time he's still trying to be nice. He's still trying to be cordial. With people until the subway incident, you know, what else was he trying to do? You know, so I think he gave up. And then, you know, with that last scene of him walking, running, walking down Arkham's hallway with blood trailing on his shoes. I mean, he killed that woman. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's what we're left to assume, You know what I mean? Like, 
Like, and what was one of the things that the comic books did a good job of portraying is people who didn't get the joke you didn't like, and you usually dealt with them harshly. You know what I mean? So he's sitting there when he yeah. was sitting there smoking a cigarette going, I just thought of something. You wouldn't get it, though. So, I mean, that was almost like the cue, like, oh, you're toast. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the cues that I take from it. But yeah. that's just my interpretation. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, to each their own with it. Oh, of course. And like I said, overall, I thought it was a good movie. Um, you know, my beefs were nothing major. I just felt like it was you know an original story that had not that original it was kind of already done right well i mean you know a lot of people could say well this isn't that what falling down is you know what i mean like that was uh one person's comment as soon as i said that i liked the movie it was like oh so they just remade falling down i go it's a little bit different than that this is a mild-mannered man and falling down's a mild-mannered man who Who's had enough of society at large, not losing his fucking mind. He's had one too many bad days. <laughs> right, that's it. That's a great movie, though. But I mean, he was passive and cr- he was pleasant to people around him that weren't unpleasant to him. You know, it yeah. was just the the day kept mounting up and falling down. The day kept mounting up, mounting up. The only time he really threw a major fit was when he wanted his fucking breakfast. <laughs> and even then, it was accidental. He didn't mean to pull that trigger. And it shot up into, the <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yeah. We're going to take that briefcase, Holmes. <laughs> What's in the briefcase? <laughs> it's my stuff. It's in my brief. It's my briefcase. <laughs> if you let me go, I'll be on my way. No, there's a text, Holmes. I don't, I don't know. They didn't say Holmes at all. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, uh, it seems right. It seems right. Right. Um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, worth watching. Uh, I give it a thumbs up for sure. Yeah, I had to do. I was two thumbs up for me, if that's even possible. We don't get trademarked. But, yeah. What else? Um, yeah. I watched the uh, Banana Splits movie. Thing. Yeah, you never let me borrow that, so I didn't get a chance to watch it. Yeah. I can understand, though. You're afraid you won't get it back. No, that's <laughs> not it at all. <laughs> not at all. I actually I brought it down here because we were going to record last week, and it's sitting on the table out there because I brought it down to put it. It was on the bench out here, and I put it out there. But uh, uh, just a wacky, murderous... Uh, Robots dressed as lovable animals. It's definitely worth watching. You can take it home. Um, what else did I watch? I watched Zombie Land Double Tap. Did you? I did. I enjoyed it very much. So now a couple of people I saw because I haven't seen it yet, and I'm gonna go see it when I get back from Izzy. But a uh, couple of people said. That it almost seemed like it was a bunch of, like, first shot's good enough. First take's good enough scenes. Which sometimes doesn't equal a bad, it it doesn't mean it's a bad movie. It just, you know. Yeah, I mean, depending, yeah, I can see what you're saying with that. Uh, Like I said, I liked it. 
Um, not as good as the original, but you know, yeah, it's a sequel, and it's what ten years later or something. Yeah, I mean it's it's been a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Other than that, uh, yeah, that's about it. What else? Trying to figure out what else I saw. And I don't think I've seen anything since that. Since Joker. No, that's it. Yeah. It's an odd time of year for movies anyways. It is. You get a couple big movies that hold your interest for a while, but a lot of it's filler. What I found weird is... uh, Oh, I watched Three from Hell, too. I like that a lot. That was... uh, if you if you watch the first two, you'll probably like it. Like if you like Devil's Rejects, you'll definitely like it because it it follows that more. I feel like of the three, House of a Thousand Corpses just doesn't really go in that trilogy. I know you haven't really watched them, so yeah, I've seen House of a Thousand Corpses, and that's the only one I haven't seen. The Devil's Rejects, sorry. But so House like of a Thousand Corpses is like fucked up and twisted, and there's weird shit going on. Where it's like Devil's Rejects is the the three characters. So you have uh, Otis and Captain Spaulding and what the fuck's her name? Baby Rainbow or Baby... It's Baby something. Rob Zombie's wife? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you have those three like on the lamb just... You know, trying to trying to get away and have a killing spree of sorts, and then in the the third one, you basically they break out of prison minus Captain Spaulding, and yeah, you know they just go on a rampage, have a standoff with Mexican game and gang in Mexico, and. Why not? <laughs> so it's uh definitely enjoyable though. You know what I've noticed about this? Like I don't know why it seems like this October in particular there has been like no real scary movies coming out. Yeah. Um it's weird. Like I feel like there were more horror movies, scary movies that came out in the summer than, like, now? Well, um, I'd like to say I have theories about that, and usually my theories have some level of truth to them. Not that they're 100% accurate all the time, but maybe they were afraid of dealing with the Stephen King lineup that's going on. Maybe they're I mean, because horror movies, d- like Stephen King movies, aren't horror movies per se. No, they they are s- creepy, but they're not horror movies. And there was nothing in it or it too, or probably Doctor Sleep that's going to be anything of massive gore or mad mad hardcore jump scares. So I don't know, but yeah, maybe they just didn't want to compete with that stuff. Or, I mean, we have seen a lot of franchises kind of end. Saw's done, right? Well, you know, Saw's it's getting done. a reboot. It's getting a reboot? Yeah, no, they 
I think uh, Chris I think Rock's directing it. Chris, Chris, Chris Rock as in Chris Rock, Chris Rock. Chris Rock, Chris Rock. Pretty sure he's directing a reboot of the Saw franchise, yeah. Almost positive about that. Uh, that's going to make House Party 2 look like House Party 3. <laughs> yeah, something. <laughs> it's going to do something, that's for sure. Man. That was, uh... Yeah. I, I just, I, you know, I... I never th- saw him as g- being into the horror movie franchise. Like, I wonder what took him into that. And especially Saw became, like, torture porn. Right. Maybe he's going to revise it and make it more of the psychological thing that the original one started off to be. Because, sure, people got fucked up in that movie, but it was more of a, like, a... The anticipation of knowing it had to be done. And having the reason to have it done. You know what I mean? As opposed to... Do this or you'll never get out alive. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was the same thing, but it wasn't the, f- you know, it's do this or your family will die. You know what I mean? Like, well, shit, I have to do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe Chris Rock is going to try and give it a serious approach. Yeah, Chris Rock saw reboot moves up five months to May 2020. So May of next year we get Saw by Chris Rock. Wow. May fifteenth. Warner Brothers also has the animated Scooby Doo feature film Scoob coming out on the same date. Huh. Why not? Scoob. I don't know, Scoob. Uh this says Saw reboot to star Samuel L. Jackson. Get the f- what? What I'm sorry. That what? That's what it says. I, 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 yeah, oh, wow. I don't know. Wow. So. Wow. So I bet you it's going to be like more of a mainstream serious movie. Yeah, but I mean, the first one was like, the first one was actually a good movie. Like it was, right. you know, like it, it was a mind fuck of a movie. Right. And then. The more they went on with the story, the more you're just like, what the fuck is going on here? Right. It didn't. Wasn't the third one? Wasn't the main guy in the third one the detective from V for Vendetta? Am I wrong on that? Maybe. I don't even remember. I'm going to. I got to Google this now. Main hero from. Saw three, if there is such a thing. I mean, there's what? There's. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. I'm sorry. Jeff Denlin was Robert the Bruce from Braveheart. Okay. And if I can remember correctly, John Zaff has met that dude out in Hollywood. Hey, why not? I think he told me he was a big cokehead. (laughs) 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 Just saying. I cannot confirm or deny that. I don't know. I just remember having this conversation. Hey, why not? Cannot confirm or deny ever having this conversation. Are we we worried about someone hitting us up for discrimination? No, not at all. (laughs) What are they going to take from me, my... (laughs) 
26 cents? 26 cents or my uh, <laughs> 1999 desktop computer I got. <laughs> Sir, I'll take your your Funko Pop collection. Never. I'll murder you for that. <laughs> Over my cold, dead body. <laughs> That's funny. But uh, what else? Well, we did go see a movie last night. We did. I was kind of hoping to keep that off until... Well, we can wait. We can do that later. Uh, I mean, it is Halloween time, so maybe we can talk about some Halloween shit. Uh, there's not a lot going on that I'm aware of around here. No. We're supposed to have our ghost hunter on, but stuff, things happened. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I have, like, one weird ghost experience that happened to me probably, shit, I was probably, like, 19, maybe, maybe 19 at the time, 1920, I don't know. It was uh, about, yeah, almost 20 years ago, probably, and local, you know, legends, lores, there's all kinds of that shit around. Uh, There's up in... Michigan, uh, where is it? I think Erie, Michigan. There is right on the lakes uh, or banks of Lake Erie, right on the shores there, there's an abandoned Girl Scout camp. Um, it is called Lady of the Lake <laughs> Girl Scout <laughs> Camp. <laughs> and there's heard several, like several legends of this place that it was haunted. I just needed. There's a garbage can. That's what I needed. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Uh, But so, yeah, so it's, you know, haunted. uh, There was like a massacre. Something happened. What? Uh, Yeah, I don't know the exact place. It was a front for uh, bootlegging during Prohibition. Okay. They would get the liquor from Canada there. And I mean, the area, it's right for it. Lake Erie's to. You know, to Canada, for to there, it's one of the shortest undetected routes because aside from Detroit, where, you know, that's way too close. Right. You can throw a baseball across the river in Detroit practically. So they would uh, transport there. Well, there was like, uh, I don't know if it, I don't remember the legend if it was like a sting where the cops showed up to raid them and there was a shootout. And a bunch of people died. Or if it was like a, you know, another gang raided them and stole their shit. Whatever it was. I forget the exact story. So that's one of the stories, though. There's a massive shootout. A bunch of people died. So there's... We never found the cabins when we went. And then there's another one where the cabins burnt down. Most of the cabins burnt down. There's like two or three cabins left now allegedly we never found them so i don't know um so the cabins uh burnt down girl scouts died whatever this is one of the legends probably like mid 70s low 80s so decently warm but since we're walking through 
a bunch of woods. We don't know if we wanted to. We everyone's wearing like hoodies and jeans, so you know, not to get poison ivy or ticks and shit. Right. As you would do if you've been anywhere with woods, you know, precautions. So we're walking through, and it's like if you're on 75, you get off on exit five, and you go take a right if you're heading north. You go basically drive it. It'll dead end into like a power plant parking lot. It's not even really a power plant, but and there's like the big archway. It says Lady of the Lake Girl Scout Camp. So you go in and then if you go straight ahead, you'll walk right out to the beach of Lake Erie. And then there's like two trails that go off into the woods. So we were like, all right, we'll go on the trails. There's like six of us. We're walking the trail, nothing going on, can't see shit, because it's, you know, just like 9 o'clock. So it's dark, not quite dark outside. It's like the twilight hour where it's not quite dark, but because we're in woods, well, it's, right. it's, it's, it's darker. darker. Right. So by the time we walk the whole thing, it's basically, it's not even two trails. It's one trail that makes a big-ass loop. It's like two miles if you walk the whole thing because you we found out when we walked from Erie to Luna Pier to like the pier in Luna Pier so we walk and we're like fuck that's Luna Pier well we'll just take the trail because we can you can see where it loops back we're like well we'll just follow the trail and loop back so we're walking back and we're about I don't know maybe a third of the way down this trail heading back now and it's like like i said there's like six of us and i forget who was up front but whoever was in the front was like hey you guys it's like really cold right here they're like what the fuck are you talking about there's like a maybe 10 foot section of the trail and when you walk through that section it's like you could see your breath it was like cold like bone chilling cold okay you could see your breath is fucking weird. Once you like s- took that last step and stepped out, it was like just instantly warmed right back up. It was like the fucking weirdest thing I've ever been through as far as that kind of stuff. Huh. And if you like took a step back, it was cold in that spot. And it's only like a 10-foot section of the trail. So like we were like what the fuck was that? And then there was like some shit like just some weird noises like most it was more than likely it was probably an animal or something walking right but it was enough that we were like all right the fucking cold spot and now there's fucking noises we just take off and get the fuck out of here and that is like (laughs) the weirdest that's my ghost story that's like the weirdest fucking ghost ghostliest thing i only associate it with ghosts because of the cold spot and right you know they say when you're around a ghost you there's a temperature difference like that. And that is like the weirdest, ghostliest thing I've had, I've ever witnessed myself. Huh. See, it's funny because, as I told you before we started, I don't have any of those experiences. Now, granted, it's, I always love hearing people's stories because, like, Tori said she's, she had one. Her, uh, her, grand, her, her grandfather, uh, grandmother played piano. And her and her mom were at her mom's house at some point. Her grandmother's piano was uh, still in at the house. 
and it turned on and played like several notes or something like that while they were there and they don't have any pets like cats to jumble on and all that kind of stuff lights would turn on stuff like that but i I never had anything like that and i i don't know whether like you know i'm a pretty uh uh uh, science-based guy as far as my observations i I, you know I'll, i'll break it down to what i feel is more of a realistic possibility but like uh some things obviously i just don't have any kind of understanding to even begin to guess you know yeah like <coughs> and i mean i've done some other stuff like uh we've went to a few like old cemeteries to try and ghost hunt tried to find like you know there's always like the legends around of the uh burned down orphanage or burned down sanitarium right so you know it's like we've we've looked for places like that tried to find stuff uh went to some cemeteries never had had anything happen just that one time lady of the lake uh there's one thing there's um (laughs) and our time's up ladies and gentlemen time's up (laughs) no uh there's another there's a place up in up in Monroe. It's like a little island off of Dunbar, I think. Dunbar Road. Uh, and I remember hearing all these stories about this place. And we're like, what the fuck is it? So we tried to find it one time. We found it. And when you go, it, there's like a land bridge that'll take you to the island. But there's a gate. And it's like a big fence. It's not like just like a little... Yeah. Gate you could hop or anything. It's like an actual big fence that, like, shut, locked. All right. Has barbed wire. You can't, you know, I mean, you could jump at it, but. There's a chance you're getting shot on the other side. Uh, <laughs> Here's the funny shit about this, right? I forget what, what we heard it was called. Basically, about five years after we heard this place, we've been up there, been to the, been to the, to the gate, like, what the fuck is on this little island? Right. Just in the middle of fucking <coughs> about five years later get this like little flyer for like a haunted trail or something, like a haunted forest. I'm like, alright, let's go check it out. It's on Dunbar Road. It's like, oh that's where that fucking weird island is. Yeah. Yeah, definitely just this island. It's like a party island. It was called Crokey's Party Island. So it's just someone's fucking property. They have like parties there. <laughs> nothing, nothing fucking creepy about it at all. They just want stay, people staying away from yeah. it. They just don't want people do, fucking. Until they want people there. Yeah, they just don't want people fucking around on their island. Well, that that kind of makes sense. I'm trying to think what else I've heard. Uh, I mean, there's so many. There's you know, there's the haunted, haunted bridges. My wife's been to the one in. Uh, if you go out in Sylvania, Gibbs Road, it's like just, I, I want to say it's between Sylvania and Berkey. You take Alexis all the way out. There's like a road right before, it's less than a mile before you hit Berkey. There's uh there's a road there. It's like a little, and it's hardly a bridge. It's like a a bridge that's over a creek. Right. So there's basically the big cement sewer tube 
that the road is on top of and that is it and that is uh but my wife's been out there several times with her friends and they've seen orbs they've seen like black masses like just the big floating black mass coming at their car and shit yeah weird shit i don't know uh down in elmore there's the the bridge in elmore where the the motorcycle guy comes home from the war and finds his uh wife with another dude and takes off on his bike uh crashes on this bridge uh now if you go to elmore the night he crashed uh i believe it's in march as and i know it's in march because <laughs> i i believe i uh, oh, I, I know I know it's in March because my friends were in a band years ago and they wrote a song called Elmore about this. Okay. Uh, that's another one. They've been to the bridge several times. They actually got turned away by the cops trying to go to it because, you know, it's one of those ghost stories that it's like you go to the bridge, you, uh, you turn your car off and flash your lights and then the motorcycle light comes and the headlight comes through your car and <laughs> all that stuff. Never witnessed that one either, but it's only one night a year and, you know, cool shit. But, uh, I mean, local legends, there's so many of them. You hear them as a kid, you're like, oh, yeah, that's haunted. You yeah. All these, oh, yeah, there's this happened on that road. There's haunted whatever, haunted roads, haunted bridges, haunted everything. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Oh, man. I don't know. I, that, that's the one thing I don't... Like, urban legends and uh, cryptozoology and all that kind of stuff, I'd have more care for. Like, I, I'd have more interest in. Like, to me, there's more interest in finding Bigfoot, regardless of the probability, than there is in believing certain ghost stories. Like, Like the Elmore thing you just said. Yeah, obviously it's a it's a cultural thing around, especially around the area, or it wouldn't have made it this far to this, you know what I mean, of some kind. But like, I just have to wonder, could, <laughs> is it on cue? Does one person see it and another person won't? How do we know when the headlights come down the bridge? Mass hysteria, like right. one person sees it, so then. Well, yeah, uh, I oh, think I, saw I, it too. I saw it. Yeah, uh, yeah I yeah, saw it. Yeah. Yeah, I was there that All night. Right. I saw it. All right. And, you know, uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know if that's what the case is. I mean, maybe there, there's something to it. I mean, you can look up the death records. I, I'm sure you could find if it was a crash that actually happened. All right. According to several websites, because uh, I've actually, what was it? I was listening to a podcast a couple weeks ago, and they were talking about it. And I looked at the guy's website, and that actual story is on his website is one of the legends in, is it Sandusky County, maybe? I don't know. It's, yeah. I think it's Sandusky, but right. I'm not 100% on that. So, you know, there's that. There's, uh, there's so many legends, though. Like, locally, you, you just, you live in an area for so long, you hear so much stuff. It's always interesting when you hear something like about an area that you've lived in forever and you're like, wait, I've never, never once heard, heard that. that before. 
right. I find that vastly more interesting. <laughs> um, but, you know, I mean, yeah, like you said, cryptozoology. We live in Ohio. It is the has the most Bigfoot sightings east of the Mississippi, right. statistically. But yet, in our area, there are none. Right. No reported sightings in... We live in Lucas County. There's none in Lucas County. There's very few in Wood County. And then, like, when you go, go west towards Indiana and stuff, then you start getting a couple here and there. But the majority of the Bigfoot sightings in Ohio come out of, like, the Cleveland area, Salt Fork. <laughs> Why? <laughs> the Cleveland area? Well, Cuyahoga. Okay. Um, right. But, I mean, it's still, Cuyahoga County is Cleveland area. But, yeah, I mean, it's mostly south of Cleveland, closer to Pennsylvania. Okay. But, I mean, uh, uh, you know, statistically speaking, there's so many sightings coming out of the state that there you have to give some kind of credibility to something right. being there. Right. Bigfoot or not, you got to give some credibility to right. it. I mean, I like to, I mean, I, I believe in the possibility of Bigfoot. Right. I'm... I I want to I want it to be true. Right. But I don't have my hopes up that I'm like it's absolutely true. Right. I want it to be statistically you look at it and you're like the probability is there that it could be but more than likely it's, it's not. not. Right. And I I feel like that with most cryptids I enjoy the stories of cryptids. They are vastly entertaining. I will watch anything cryptid related. I love the Jersey Devil stuff. That's a fascinating urban legend. I mean, if you know the story of the Jersey Devil, it's a lady had a her she was pregnant with her 13th child. She cursed the child to be a devil. It was born a normal child and I mean, well, depending <laughs> on the legend. Hold on, hold on. I just want to translate Damn it, I'm pregnant again. This baby's the devil. Yes. <laughs> mother Leeds. It was Mother ahead, Leeds sorry. was the was the mother. So she was pregnant with her 13th child. She cursed the child would be the devil or to be the devil. It was born <coughs> Now, depending on the story you hear, it was born a normal child A and then within moments of being born transformed into the Jersey Devil. Or it was just born the Jersey Devil. But either way you look at it, it's uh, like the legend is just, it's fascinating, vastly fascinating. So, I mean, it could be, you know, you could do so much with it. The Jersey Devil's amazing. Um, Chupacabra. That's one that, like, it seems like it'll pop up for, like, you know, like a couple years at a time, it'll be like a big patch where it's like, oh, chupacabra activity. And then now, it just disappears. Chupacabra is supposed to be like the wolf vampiric thing that feeds on livestock in the southern states, right? That's Not that's, a wolf, well, but some kind of the being, goat sucker. Some being that sucks the blood of random. Yes, yeah, started in livestock. Puerto Rico. Uh, chupacabra, man. It's uh. Well, like the only, you know, it's funny because the only thing I know about those is what the X Files told me. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like, so, like, and I can't remember the episode, but I know there was an episode that covered something like the Chupacabra. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's, but there's so many, like, s- just so many. The Chupacabra is fascinating. It, like, when you dig into that, like, it, like, it is. It's something that, like, on Puerto Rico, it pops up a lot. And then all of a sudden, it was, like, in Texas. Right. So you then you have it like popping up in Texas and Mexico and migrated. Yeah. <laughs> it got from the island of Puerto Rico to Texas. Now, what do they presume it to be? Like a um a literal creature, a supernatural being? I mean, I mean I'm sure it depends who you talk to. Right. Because I mean, if the sas like just in by comparison, if the squat the Sasquatch is is a real thing. If the Bigfoot is a real thing, it's a living mammal of some type. It's again, it depends who you talk to. But, but it's not like it's an apparition. It doesn't. There are people that Bigfoot believe doesn't turn no. into smoke and disappear. There are people that believe they are like uh, dimensional beings, like they come through dimensional portals. I remember having you having a talk with you about this. So I mean, it's a thing. Like there's shit like that. I mean, there's people that think they're aliens. So just big hairy wookies, maybe. I mean, why not? Uh, but you know, and then we have in the area we live, you know, right near the Michigan border. Michigan, you got the dog man. The dog man's like a werewolf, except not a human. It's just a dog man. It's a bipedal wolf, seven to I've, eight feet tall. I've never You've never heard of the Michigan Dog Man. You have, How is it that I have ninety percent of my friends are you, from Michigan? And I you have I, it's mostly northern Michigan, um, northern Michigan up towards like the UP, Wisconsin, but uh, the lower peninsula too. But northern Michigan. But there are stories of it being south. There's, I mean, they were there's Dog Man stories all over the the country too. There's a great podcast I listen to once in a while when it's got a new episode. It's like Dogman Encounters Radio. And the guy has the funnest voice ever for a podcast. The funnest voice ever. His voice. Like, it's the perfect voice for a creepy podcast. Okay. Like, I'll have to find it and play it for you. Like Vincent Price? His name is Vic Cundiff. <laughs> he does Dogman Encounters radio. He also had a Bigfoot Encounters show too. Okay. Um, but yes, uh, if you're into the cryptids, check out check them out. It's the Dogman is, I mean, similar to Bigfoot, but a wolf. He's got a wolf head instead of an ape head, and is more violent. <laughs> Even though there's never, like, no reports of anyone ever being attacked, attacked, there are, like, you know, Just like, they attack people? they <laughs> attack the cars. <laughs> They'll leave, like, claw marks on the cars and stuff. But no one's ever actually been attacked that has, a, has ever reported being attacked. Um, Yeah, there's just so many. Like, the dog man I find fascinating. Uh, 
like I have a book, that American Monsters book, yeah. that has all kinds of cryptids in it. Like that's all that is about. Okay. I think there's even somewhere they talk about vampires. They talk about werewolves. Uh, so so many. I'm fascinated by them. Like, I want to believe it's true. I'm skeptical about it actually being true, but I want it to be true. Right. Um. There's a. They were on Amazon Prime. I don't know if they still are. There's two. There's two Dogman movies. Like they're. The ones that it's the first one and then the sequel, and it's just like the Dogman. And then the second one is. Like basically, the Dogman had puppies that turned into dogmen that were start to terrorize the town now. <laughs> they grow up and start terrorizing. <laughs> they were on Amazon Prime. Worth watching. Uh, that's one dogman. We call him Fido. The other one is uh, Beethoven. Um, <laughs> you're partially correct. Like the one lady from the end of the first one like takes one as a puppy and like starts to raise it and then it like but it's it tries to save the people it doesn't ah, kill it but it's instinctive this is my pack motherfuckers but that's not but it it goes bad oh. and then the mom comes got back and kills all the puppies got bitten by a raccoon spoilers oh how could a mom kill all the puppies how dare you you devil spoilers the real monster is the boy's the woman <laughs> How can you raise a dog, man? <laughs> That's just not probable. <laughs> but still, she killed all the puppies. She's the real monster of the story. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, <clears throat> cryptid. I love cryptids. Like, I, I, they're so entertaining to me where I'm just like, yes, I want it to be true for so many like I, I just want it to be true, right? For most of them, right? Well, I mean that's generally how most of that stuff works. We want, you know, and why? They, why am I a big fan of sci-fi movies involving aliens and that kind of stuff? Because I want it to be true. Yeah, well, I mean I believe in aliens. Right. I've seen some UFOs twice. I've seen UFOs. It's yeah, I've never seen the UFO. See, yeah, you. What, I don't know what you're doing. You just like stay inside with your drapes closed all the time. Sometimes, yes. Yeah, I mean, I'm an introvert by nature. I can't, I can't say that I don't. Uh, you can come over, and my curtains are always closed. <laughs> my house never looks like anyone's home. So, um, yeah, the I've seen lights in the sky a few times. You know, just like weird flashes. The one side, the weirdest one that I remember the the most was, uh, I don't know, maybe nine, ten years ago. It wasn't that long ago in comparison. I was with my wife, but we weren't married yet. And I woke up, I was on night shift at the time, and I woke up at like, I don't know, it was Maybe I wasn't on night. I don't know. Maybe. I don't remember. I know I woke up in the middle of the night. It was about 3 in the morning. And I don't know why. 
I just like had this urge. I had to look out the window. Like there was just something when I woke up. I was like, you got to look out the window. Like something was just like, look. So I like get up and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know if I had a dream or what it was. So I look out the window and I see like a row. It's like six or seven lights in a row. Like just in a straight line, like almost like uh like Knight Rider, like Kit's little okay. yeah, yeah, thing, yeah. like just kind of going back and forth. But they were like purple and like a greenish, bluish, like just not not aircraft colors, but like just these like bluish, greenish, purplish lights. And it was like just like different colors, like just back and forth, back and forth. And it wasn't moving. It was just staying there. And I watched it for like 15 minutes. Just standing there at the window, looking out the, looking out the blinds at it. And my wife wakes up and she's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "There's something out here." She's like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "There's like a UFO." She's like, "Just go back to bed." <laughs> and I'm like, "No, there. I'm not joking. Like, there's something out here. Like, I'm watching it." So then, I keep watching, and I'm like. Looking for my phone. I can't find my phone. I was going to try and take a picture. And the only thing I could find to try and take a picture was my uh, my Nintendo DS. Okay. So I was like, all right, I'm going to try and take a picture. But you can't, like, zoom or anything on the DS. So, right. you know, like, it just looks like the night sky because it's just a picture. Looks basically just looks like stars in the sky. You can't see anything on it. Right. So I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'm like, I got to go to bed. I'm just going to go back to bed. So I go back to bed. And then like five minutes after I like lay down, I'm still awake and I'm laying there. And then I hear like jets where you're just like. Yeah. I'm like, flying at or something. like, what the fuck was that? And I look out the window because I hear that. And I look and like. You see the bar lights, it's still there, and then all of a sudden it just like, just like super fast, like just like gone. Like, what the fuck? And then you you hear the jets again, like they just like made another pass, and it's like just like, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it was like the most fucked up. I'm like, it was a UFO of some kind. I couldn't identify it, so it is a UFO. Uh, but you know, never heard anything about it. Never couldn't tell you if anyone else seen lights in the sky that night. Couldn't tell you what day it was, but it was just a weird thing. Uh, yeah, I've had, I mean, I've had nighttime things where like, you know, looking up at the sky, something doesn't seem to be moving right or something is moving too fast. But none of it has ever been so foreign in its movement yeah. that I, I chalked it up to anything other than regular human aircraft. Yeah. I mean, like, in my head, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I look for that rational justification way before, <laughs> you know, oh, yes, this couldn't possibly be anything other than in whatever. But, I mean, that's, that, like, that's the thing. When you look at it, you're like, you know the colors of a of an aircraft. You know right. the colors of the lights on an aircraft. Right. It wasn't, the colors weren't right. And it wasn't moving. And there was, like, no sound. It wasn't like, 
You know, you, it wasn't a helicopter. It wasn't. I, it was just one of those weird things. Right. And that's the what is it? When Neil deGrasse Tyson talks about that. He's like, he goes, "Do I want to believe all this stuff? All these stories?" Yes. He goes, he goes, but my mind won't let me do it until you bring me evidence. He goes, of all the people who claim they've been abducted, who who claim that they've you know seen them firsthand. He's like. Not an ounce of evidence do they bring back. Not, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's like, it's unfortunate. I, they, by the by, the stories, obviously, whoever they are are in control the whole time. So it's not like they're just going to give you souvenirs after the anal probe or after the eye, the uh, Jean Luc Picard Borg eye drill. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, like, you know, there's, you know, it depends though. Like you hear stories. There's people that have like the weird implants with nothing no scars no but they have like uh no evidence of where it would how it got there but something is under their skin and their right. and their flesh and there, i mean there's that it's unexplainable stuff yeah you know but what a person claims is unexplainable versus what is unexplainable oh yeah i mean i'm not saying it's always you know. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. I mean, you know, there's right. people that they they want it, they just want the attention, and then there's right. people that are like, just leave me the fuck alone. I don't right. want to deal with any of this <laughs> shit. <laughs> right. It's too bizarre. Go away. Nah, man. That's great stuff, though. What is it? Uh, George Carlin talks about that with all the problems that we have in the world. We just wonder why. UFOs don't come down and say hello. <laughs> like, like they're so superior. What could, what could, be, what could be? I mean, uh, do they like? What do you think the fear of a alien race would be if it can cr- travel across space and great distances across space and across light years and many much less time? What do you think they would be afraid of from us? Our initial hostility. Well, here's the thing, though. Do you think they're afraid, or you think they're just like we're a zoo? Well, they just came to came to the zoo. Well, I mean, we might not. You know, what was it? Um, he again. They said he goes. Imagine if you if you if you take the whole genetics behind the human species and link it to our primate ancestors and all that kind of stuff, depending on what you believe. But science suggests that there is between us and our next primate cousin, uh, like a chimpanzee or an ape or orangutan or something like that, and I can't remember which, so don't, you know, go quote me, but he said there's there's a 2.6% difference in our DNA. Yeah. That's it. And with that 2.6% difference, look at all we've accomplished. Look at all we've done with that extra, with that different, that 2.6% difference. We've invented algebra. We've sent people to the moon. We've invented rockets and telecommunications and the ability to broker language, to broker peace through, th- can, can calm down situations that don't involve our, our uh, adrenal glands going off the charts and just, just wailing into each other. Now, granted, we still do terrible things to each other on the individual level, but as a species, 
we have accomplished great things, at least by our by our own standards. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like we could, a couple of things could have happened and we'd still be thinking that the the windmill is the greatest fucking invention of all time. So it, it, it grinds our wheat so we can have flour. You know what I mean? A couple of things, yeah. you know, could have shorted us out on that. A couple of things, what was that? Like fucking family guy. They joke around about the Catholics not taking over and the future in the medieval date and uh, the dark ages never happened. And we're not set back by 700 years. You know, shit like that. Yeah. But either way, with that 2.6% difference, now imagine if we encountered a species that was 2.6% different than us and they had all that stuff. What would our accomplishments be to them? Yeah. Nothing. Minor scraps. We we might as well be orangutans th- or monkeys throwing our poo at. But I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, you know I mean? Honest, when you look at it though, in some in some respects, a a group of you know like a family group of of apes is much better off than we are as a society because they don't have the war aspect like oh they, not not like they don't they not not the same yeah i was gonna say they don't have like you know they don't have the, territorial they are but they also don't venture out of their territory right unless it's necessary right where we're like what's over there i'm gonna check it out right fuck you get out of here this is mine now right there's something different over there. Let's go check it out. Get oh, the fuck, fuck out, out of here. here. It's, it's mine, mine now. <laughs> right. We, I claim we have land. that. Where they have a territorial boundary that generally don't cross barring, you know, some kind Environmental of... Environmental circumstances. Yeah. Right. And, and that well, that's the difference between... I mean, like, it, now that we're moving on into this topic, it, and this is my personal belief, and granted, you know, there's no PhD backing this up, so... You know, take it with the grain of salt that you should. They, those apes don't have any issue with the four and a half miles of territory that they have in their in their in their territory because everything they need is provided in that territory. Absolutely. But because and because their want for things isn't is is not nowhere near rivaled by us. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's, ours is not rivaled by them. I should say. Yes. Like they, they 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 don't want. For things, yes, they, their existence could go on the way it is every single day, and it's like, yep, trees. Oh, there's a bug. <laughs> you know what I mean? Eat it, yep. whatever. You know, but that's yeah. it. But you, we can't live like that, especially here. I mean, if you really take away all our advancements, where, how? I, I just mean this in the in the truest sense. Take away all of our advances. Take away central air. Take away you, you your don't, furnace. You don't even have to take away all of our advancements. Take away someone's phone. Take well, away your phone right. for a day. And I don't know where I'm at. I can't manage my if, bank account. If I, if oh I go God. to work and I forget to grab my headphones, right. I'm like, fuck today. I'm not doing shit today. Right. Fuck you. Leave me the fuck alone. I don't have my headphones, so I'm automatically in a bad mood. Right. And I live six minutes away from work so I could come home on lunch and get my headphones. Right. But I'm like, do but I that means six minutes. That's, that's twelve minutes of my time. That, I that don't means I gotta get much. home, get back, and still find time to eat my lunch. 
I was like, I don't want to have to deal with that. Right. And then I got to fight with parking to get back at work. Right. Fuck no. I'll just right. stay here and be angry all this day. This is, these are the problems that we weigh out. First world problems. But it's, but no, I mean, okay, it's not even first world. These are still problems that more poor countries deal with as well. Maybe not the headphones that work. Well, yeah. But I'm saying, like, the, the choices between a uh, half-hour drive into town to go do this one thing versus sitting around at the house and listening to the radio all day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, though, we... Wants versus needs. Right. If it was something that re- we required, like water or food... We'll make that drive every time. If it's something that isn't doesn't impede us from having a decent day, <laughs> that's fine. The reason why you get mad about your headphones is because if you get put online, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Do I don't even need to finish the fucking statement? Yeah, you know what I mean. It's just some days you don't feel like talking, right? When you're there every day, you know that's and that's the malaise, the general malaise of our. Work I mean, I feel like our when work I creates. when I've had to be online lately, I don't even know anyone online right like, so I don't how do know you st- any of these people how do you anymore. strike up a conversation like that i yeah, don't I, you know. I don't and then uh, i got the, some weird guy like hey my only benefit of you know what uh right you know what uh i forget what kind of car it was it was like some kind of minivan but you know what this is i was like uh, a car i don't know what kind of car no he's like yeah this is what it looks like when you get in a when it's totaled in an accident i'm like okay just showing me a random picture <laughs> then talking about about yeah, my back hurts today. I f- I fell at home. Now my back hurts, but my dad's got it worse than me. He uh, he you know he did all this as, you know provide for us kids and we'll, like I don't know you. Why are you just <laughs> telling me this weird shit? Like, and it, what's funny is right. So I worked across from this guy two days in a row. Right. The first day worked across from, did not say a word to me at all. Don't know that number. Did not say a word to me at all. The next day, he's like, like not really talking to me, but then it's like he'll come up to me and ask me like a weird question like that. I'm like, no, I don't. I'm like, okay, yeah, uh huh. Like, why the fuck are you talking? Like, you're talking, trying to make some weird small talk. But you, the other day I worked across from me, he had nothing to say to me at all. And then today. When we're working, you don't say anything. But then on break, when I'm trying to text or whatever I'm doing, you walk up to me and like, hey, what's the, you know what this is? Like, what the fuck, dude? I don't even know you to talk to you like this I shit. think you might need to explain to him how to start building a rapport with somebody. Like, uh, start off on small things. Like, hey, man, how's your day going? Ah, uh, not too bad. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, my kids are running me ragged at home. Blah, 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 blah. Hey, man, you got any kids? <laughs> you know, something like that. Uh, yeah, or, I don't know. Or, or what do you do for fun besides working at Mobis? That's always a good one. But no, no one ever does this. It's just, hey, you ever seen what a car looks that looks like it's been crushed into a cube looks like? Yeah, here yeah. you go. Like, okay, yeah, cool, man. <laughs> just fucking, you're creeping me out a little bit. <laughs> but that, 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 goes into, that goes into all of it. Right, we're we're talking about aliens and, and and them wanting to land or whatnot. They're not interested in making small talk with us if we're going by the idea. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. they, they they either they're so advanced and they're they're 
simplest mind is like doing Rick Sanchez level stuff, <laughs> right? That that uh that uh, you know that yeah yeah right. doing Rich, Rick Lan- Sanchez level stuff, right? Yeah, of course. I don't know why I don't I don't staring you right in the face. It's a huge head of Rick Sanchez staring me right in the face, and I'm like, you know Rick and Morty, right? Oh God. Anyways, but that now they have no interest or we are just another backwater planet with nothing of value. Like that they're like, yeah, we'll take them over for their resources at some point. <laughs> but we don't need them yet. You know, maybe that's what it is. Maybe. I mean, like I said, I f- what if like what if South Park had it right and we're just like a galactic TV show. Right. I feel some days I feel like that's what it is. Right. Like you're just like, how can I work across from you and I? We're the same. We're both human beings. We're the same. Yet you have this. You have no comprehension of what the fuck is going on. Like right in front of you, and like someday I just feel like I can't believe I'm the same as this fucking person. <laughs> You can't believe you're the same part of the same species, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you look at people. Oh. There's certain people. You're like, how? How is that possible? Like, it, there's something is wrong with that. That, that is my firm. That, can, that kind of thought process. And, you know, we've worked in Mobus long enough. We've met smart people. We've met stupid people. You know, I like to think we're, we're all somewhere in between to, be, to stay humble. But I'm just saying there are... Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not claiming I'm a genius, but I have common sense. Right, but I honestly believe that most of the stuff that we know, right, or that, what, uh, how can I say it? How can I say it properly with the right thing? Okay, we are all conditioned by certain things in our lives, right? Like, yeah, my stepfather. Did not watch, want me watching Simpsons. Did not watch me watching. If Family Guy was was just starting when I was a kid, he wouldn't have wanted to watch me watching Family Guy. Yeah. What he did do, however, he's put on all the old James Bond flicks or he'd put on fucking Nova. So I got interested in space, which yeah. led to other interests in, you know, all that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So... There's a difference between someone, like, if I, I can't say off the top of my head what the speed of light is. Most people can, except people who are in that field. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we know it's fast as fuck, yeah. right? We know that there is no way that y- you can sense the difference. You don't have the ability to process the difference between the light switch turning on and then the delay before the light turns on. All that is d- way too fast for you to handle. Yes, right? imperceivable. Right, right. It's not perceiving. You you can't perceive it any faster than what you're doing. Yes. But there are certain people who don't even think about that kind of stuff, like how far away is the moon? There are people who don't have the curiosity to even ask that question. Yeah. And it's because of how they were raised. And granted, not to say that they can't be smart people, not to say that they couldn't be. But, I mean, I told you about the thing with Pam and the couple people who are flat earthers, right? Uh, some of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to 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 keep names out of this thing. Anyone who wants to come like and talk to me about it can come, come and talk to me about it. Flat earth is a scam. Right. Oh, most certainly. 
But there are people we work with that believe that the earth is flat, or at least will socially say that it is. Whether they believe it or not, they'll state that they feel like it is. Yeah. And all you have to do is use some of your critical thinking skills to, to do it. But like most people don't develop critical thinking skills. It's not about what they can and cannot learn. It's about what, uh, how they can use their critical thinking skills to see through a specific thing. I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I suppose it's nature versus nurture to some extent where it's, you know, if you get something pounded into your head so much, right. you're going to believe that. Right. So, well, it, it, it is what it, it is. It, it, you know, and, and reinforcement does play a factor, but you got, you know, on this on the more spiritual th- things and on that kind of stuff, you got people who left the Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who know now after their entire childhood growing up in it who are now no think they're full of shit yeah you know what i mean even family members right you know what i mean and they, and they don't there's family members they can't even talk to anymore there's, there's like yeah i saw this girl on joe rogan that was talking about she doesn't hasn't talked to her parents in fucking like seven years because of this you yeah know what i mean like because they've disowned her she's just going to hell so why care you know that yeah. kind of stuff but either way i think it's it's i critical thinking is a big thing like somebody who shall not be named but this goes along with the idea of aliens right yeah told me that he believes that the united states government or the world powers that be have the technology to create or he argued for this idea. Whether he believes it or not, he d- I don't know. But he, he strongly suggests he believes that they at least have the technology to pull this fucking prank on us. To make us think that there is an alien army invading Earth via massive holograms. Like something like the size of the Independence Day ships. Like he's like, they can make holograms in the sky to convince us that that's going on. And okay. I go, do you know how holograms work? And he goes, well, yeah, it's like it's not there, but it's there. I go, yeah, but you need a light source to create that. You know, like that. that's what the thing is. is It's a projection. It's a projection, right? It has to bounce off something. Clouds, perhaps. You know, like Spider-Man 2 gave us that understanding. There needs to be some material to bounce it off of, right? The atoms in the air, you know, whatever still. But the the, the idea of it is, is that you need something to create it. And I go, if you're going to try and convince me that there's a worldwide invasion of epic proportions that we need to unite together and see and use martial, declare martial law until we get this shit figured out, it's the mo- would be the most energy ex- expensive experiment in the history of the human race, and it would do nothing but screw us over. <laughs> it serves no purpose. Yeah, I like. I mean, it would. I. Yeah, I don't I don't know what the purpose would be right. for it like in it mass hysteria right. cause like you'd chaos. have a, I mean you could have a better time convincing me that the United States government plans on creating a virus which is going to kill off all the elderly people so they don't have to worry about paying out social security. You could can you could create more of a solid argument creating that then you could convincing me that the world governments combined their their resources and their energy output to help create massive holograms in the sky or that they would even be developing this technology in the first place for 
for no other no reason, reason. Than, right because it's not like gotcha <laughs> right you know what i mean like i go what's the end game of this thing and you see he didn't even know the end game of what he was posterizing he just say it, it's possible i bet you they have it why would they have it i mean there's plenty of things i'm sure the united states government has that we don't know about i'm yeah. sure of it but absolutely to what extent is it going to play as far as the helping or down or uh, dif- uh, or destruction of some agenda you know what i mean like what w- you know i don't know i'm just saying yeah i get it. i i get it for sure but yeah that's a lot of i mean there's a lot of fucked up shit going on out there well so. i mean it's it's not hard to understand oh troops moved in here troops moved in there oh yeah. this guy pulled out of this deal or this guy you know declared war on this thing you know i mean that that's yep. not a hard thing to understand the reasons might be malleed up and that's politics and all that other stuff that we don't like talking yep. about on here but unless we're talking about the idea of people using some level of i don't want to say common sense because common sense isn't the word people just don't think critically on Logical enough stuff thought. they don't think critically on enough stuff and that that to me bothers me and that that's the answer to why you can work across from somebody and go i can't believe we're part of the same species some mean, people I weren't taught some people weren't taught to think critically about anything i mean I so they've never exercised let's say that's like a muscle in your brain so to speak some people don't look we we work and, and it's not not saying that it's a like dirty work conditions but we work with a lot of metal and yes stuff you know there's a lot of grime you get dust you get, particulates you get gross yeah it's you gross. get gross yeah it's gross all right and i'm a bit of a germaphobe myself i'm <laughs> weird about what i eat or like you know like i make sure i always wash my hands right i have to like i I cannot like do anything. I don't touch. I can't touch my face or anything if I don't wash my hands first. It's you know, and I mean I think washing your hands is most. It's pretty much taught to right. everyone. Like right. hey, this is what you know. It's social etiquette. And, and it's not just an agenda to sell soap. It's a health conscious decision. Yes. Which is all right. Yeah. But Go ahead. other than that, you know not so th- it, like. It's one thing, you know, most people wear gloves when they work. Yeah. So it's one thing to, like, take your glove off and eat something. <laughs> but then you see people that have their gloves on Dude. eating food with their gloves on after they're grabbing nuts and bolts out of boxes that have metal dust. Right, right. Literal metal flakes, dust that is just metal, metal particles. Right. And the grease and who knows what kind of poison... Right. Is on those gloves. Right. And you're just eating food with these gloves on. Right. It's like. Okay. I remember this is, and he won't mind me telling this story. I I, I know for a fact. Because it's not putting him in a bad light. It's just putting him in in this category of what people are willing to do. I saw Travis go to Wendy's. I was in line behind Travis at Wendy's once. Uh, inside the inside the store, and he had not washed his hands, and he had dirt, grime, grease, everything. I mean, you you would I don't I don't even know. Like I don't know if you could handle it based on what you've been telling me, 
And he literally picked up his burger. And then I think he licked his finger. <laughs> you know, I mean. But, but yeah. But, but go on with your thing. I don't know. It ju- it's just, that's more of a pet peeve of mine. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I just, like, again, it's where I'm like, were you not taught about germs? Like, like. Well. It's like a, it's, it's a it's a hard thing for people to understand. Even even mildly educated people on the topic of germs don't well, really know what the fuck they're talking about. I mean, even like vaccinations, where it's like, ah, oh, no way, that's. And now we have diseases that are coming back because that were right. virtually eradicated, right. coming back because people are like, ah, that might cause this, right. according to some celebrity. Right, because Alex Jones. Uh, no. Because Alex Jones uh, and Jenny McCarthy told me <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that vaccines uh, are government programs to fucking poison us and kill us off. No, I, I mean, I know what Jenny McCarthy's reason to this, but, I mean, it's not a valid reason. No. Me, like, that whole thing about autism, that's been debunked. Several times over. Several times over. The lady, who, the guy who filed the report in England has recanted yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the original report was filed in, like, 1997. Yeah. Early 2000s by some dude in England. And this whole movement has come from it. So, I mean, like... Yeah. You know, that again, it's the idea of critical thinking that boils down to it. Because whether it's not washing your hands before you eat and knowing what could be on your hands and you ingesting it, I mean... You wouldn't do that with hazardous chemicals. Then, if it w- if they were hazardous chemical things, and you you know what I mean, you wouldn't do this. But why would you? If I would like, if I would just poured a box of uh, bolt dust, and you've seen the bottoms of your boxes, everyone's oh yeah, we're still yeah. seeing the bottom of the box into your pop. Would you drink it? The answer's no. Uh, no. But you'll sit there with all the fucking grody shit under your fingernails and just have it. And granted. Well, you might not drink that that tiny corner uh, of a box worth of dust. You'll eat that over the span of a year if you're doing that, but I you mean, won't drink it all at once in your Pepsi. Look, look. Here's my <laughs> like. Here's my irrational brain at work today. Prime example today. So I was online earlier for a little while. My coffee was in my cup holder. When the guy came down to to get me offline, he had his gloves on. I mean, I wouldn't have been able to drink my coffee even if he didn't have his gloves on. But he had his gloves on, and instead of grabbing the side of my cup over the top and moves it and puts his cup in the cup holder. So now I couldn't drink the rest of my coffee this morning because— Was it in in your plastic cup? Was it in your Bill Murray cup or whatever? No. No, it was in my— like the ones we got for the launch. Oh, okay, yeah. It was in that cup. But I could not finish my coffee because his hand, my mouth could go there. I can't. <laughs> my brain is like, now I got to go wash that cup and dump out my coffee because this is like not the first time I've had to not drink my coffee because someone has touched my cup. I'm bizarre about it. I, I know I'm fucking out of my mind with germs like yeah. that, but... I don't know. I hate being sick. I'm a big baby when I'm sick. Yeah, most most men are. Yeah. From 
every nurse that I've ever talked to. And I will men are way worse. I will deny I'm sick until I cannot get out of bed. And then I'm like, get me some soup. (laughs) (laughs) Ginger ale. (laughs) I don't even drink pop, but if I'm sick, I want ginger ale. ale, Because in my brain, ginger ale is going to make me feel better. (laughs) (laughs) There's no proof whatsoever. But in your brain, it works. No, it's Campbell's chicken noodle soup and Sprite. Right. Oh, that's just that's just marketing. Cure for SARS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just oh man, it was uh you know well no I mean like that's 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 idiosyncrasy stuff. That's that's idiosyncrasies. That's a neuro that's neurological. That's something that's somewhere along the line you made a. Oh, I, I know a deep subconscious decision. I know where my brain snapped. Right. I can tell you. I Go ahead. I used to work at the Y with kids. I worked at a uh, daycare. Kids are disgusting. disgusting. Yeah. I have <laughs> I have my own kids. They're disgusting. <laughs> uh, they come home covered in who knows what. Right. They you know one the one is one and so you know he doesn't know how to blow his nose. He just has boogers coming out of his face and he'll wipe them wherever. So he ends up with boogers or he decides he's not using uh his silverware and there's macaroni and cheese in his hair or whatever kids are gross yeah and when i worked at, at a daycare uh your brain will break you will be like all right i plus you had to actually work at a daycare like a legit daycare you have to go you have to be certified in right, many right. things like right. communicable disease right which Will fucking make you be like <laughs> even more paranoid because you know, now you're aware of all the shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm a nail biter. Okay. So, you know, if you nail biters eat like so much fecal matter oh, a yeah. year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I scrub my nails. I scrub my hands with a nail brush every day, at least twice a day. Like just to make sure I have nothing under my nails because I oh, I wow. try to not bite my nails. Oh wow. But I'm a nail biter, so I will bite my nails, but I if there's like like right now there's like something under my thumbnail, so I wouldn't I'll have to use nail clippers cuz I don't know what oh, that wow. is. Oh <laughs> like, wow. for me for me me my own stuff like my own like me scratching my head, me scratching my leg, you know, being a guy scratching your balls whatever. To me, <laughs> that, that, that don't, I, I wouldn't have to wash my hands to interact with my stuff. If it's just me. No. Um, like when I was a bachelor, I didn't have to worry about. Like fuck this shit. It's all my food. So I don't care where, where you know what I mean? But now that it's in my house, I wash my hands before all that stuff. But like, but like, I, yeah, I, I'm not nearly the germaphobe. I'm a germaphobe when it comes to other things. But I'm not a germaphobe when it comes to. Like, like I hate going to hospitals. Right. Like even like deathbed visits to hospitals. I really I have to. It's I'm like that messes my head up a a lot. And then I got to like take like a scalding shower to feel like I'm not crawling. My brain is fucked up. You're like you're gonna turn into Howard Hughes. <laughs> it's just I need to 
I need the potato chip bag to be opened at a 45 degree angle. You'll yeah. open it from the outsides. If your fingers touch the inside, you'll have to start over with a new bag. You will present to it to me. <laughs> I just like random, angle. like random shit sets <coughs> me off. It's I don't know. It's weird. And it, like I said, I know it stems from when I worked at the daycare yeah, because I'm sure, yeah, you got to see the you the stuff you see how kids are, and it's like what the fuck? Well, that's you are fucking nasty. But I, you know, the thing is too is that that to me is part of the process. Like. Our skin is much more resilient than you think. And with the exception of having an open sore. Yeah. And having any kind of, uh, you know, any kind of cuts or any kind, you know, something that could get infected. If you were to jump into raw sewage right now. I mean, obviously, we're not talking about getting poked by anything, anything like that. If you were to jump into raw sewage right now and they could pull you out, they could rinse your ass off. Yeah. With water. You'd freak the fuck out, but would you be infected by anything? The answer is more than likely not. I mean, like yeah. high probability. Our skin is a ve- like it's it's a very weird thing. See, Living with I, their nurse I, now, I know this stuff. A lot of shit. Like right? I know shit like that. Right. But it doesn't help. No, because it's the idea. It's 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 your brain. And plus, like creating anything on my hands, I'm like if I'm taking to my mouth, right. to my face, right. No, it has to be I, a buffer of clean. I, 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 I understand. I get it. Like, it, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I know, I got mental issues with I got that a, shit. I have a friend who would not even eat or drink after her own kids. I think we talked about this before. I don't drink yeah. after my kids like, either. Like if. Backwash. If no, he has, I, yeah, if she had a bottle of pop and she was only a quarter of the way through it and one of the kids is like, I'm thirsty, but you didn't want to make that stop. So you let him have a sip. She would just let him have the bottle. Like share it with your brother. Yep, yep. It's it's yours now. She can't go back. She'll suffer. Mm-hmm. Like I uh, I get that. Yeah. But oh wow, we uh yeah we're at like an hour and a half. Wow. So. And ironically, our I think our best talks were when we were talking about r- literal bullshit. Right. <laughs> just <laughs> we went way off the rails. Yeah, but Halloween I mean, and. We went from aliens to the human factor to yeah. intellect, and then we went to phobias and why we have them and why people don't Somewhat. learn from basic facts. I mean, it's, mm. you know. Rational thought. Yeah. We're, we're weak and resilient all at the same time. We are something. Yep. I mean, yeah. Like Here you go. I, I got one more little thing. Kind of Halloween related. Okay. My, and this is like, I was like two years old. This is probably my first memory that I remember. We used to live in an apartment above a motorcycle club. Like when we were. What? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. True story. We did. So, and I was about, like I said, I was about two. My first memory is I remember hiding in a toy box like it it wasn't actually it was actually more like uh like a display case base that like had sliding doors okay like a cabinet All like right. thing but w- like it was in my brother and I's room as a toy box and my first memory is hiding in there because I swear I saw a witch standing at the window 
Now, we were upstairs in an upstairs apartment. Right. So there's no fire escape or anything out that window. Right. There's nothing for nothing a witch to be standing, yeah, standing on. on right. But I remember seeing a witch staring through the window and hiding. And, and my mom tells me about it. Like, I remember this. But my mom will tell me, like, yeah, I, you you hit, you would hide a lot. Like, it wasn't just a, it was like a reoccurring thing. It wasn't right. just a weird, you know, one-time thing. Uh that's one of my it's probably my first memory that I actually remember now when I was about I don't know 15 or 16 and we were talking about something and I brought that up like remembering that and my mom looks at me and she's like you remember that I was like yeah I remember hiding in the toy box but it wasn't I was like it wasn't a toy box I remember it being like a sliding door like on the side and I would go in there to hide from the witch and she like kind of laughed about it and would was like yeah i like remembers the stuff and she's like what's really funny about that i have a cousin who's 12 years older than me when he was like 4 or 5 i forget he lived in toledo at that time he lives in florida now but he was like 4 or 5 at the time he remembered seeing a lady, he called her a witch, like, standing outside his bedroom window. Okay. Now, mine, I just remember more of, like, the, kind of like the witch you would picture. Like, not, not the hat, but, like, the haggard-looking, like, face with the stringy hair. Like, not a witch hat, per se, but, like, just, like, peeking in the window. Okay. Like, gnarly-looking hands. Right, right, right. Like, I couldn't... I mean, you know, I'm 37 now, so we're talking 35 years ago. Right. Like, I remember <laughs> the experience. I don't, I couldn't tell you all the details off the top of my head. But my cousin was like four or five, and he would tell his mom, my aunt, that there was a witch outside his window, but he described her as like a naked African lady. Ooh. More like a witch doctor okay. type. So that's like one of my last, uh, you know, that's like my last <laughs> little creepy thing <laughs> I got for today. Yeah, I got nothing. Um, I, I just <laughs> so I got. I mean, I guess looking back, that's probably you know that's a fucked up thing too to remember. Right. Especially the fact that I still remember it all these years later. Right. But, you know, Halloween time, bring out the creepy, scary stories. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's I think that's about all we got for today. Uh, you know, do what you want to do. Be yourself unless it's murder or other bad things. Don't do shit that's bad. <laughs> I'm Dan. And I'm Justin. This has been the Pop Culture Hootenanny. Good night. Good night. One, two, three, four, Pop Culture Hootenanny.